0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Square Eyes Syndrome podcast. My name is Ben Gilman. As always, I'm joined by Tom Hill.
1: Hey,
0: and we finally got him. Managed to get him out the cupboard. Troy Salmon.
1: Yes, I am here.
0: You sound like a drag race contestant.
1: Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, boys. Um... How, how, how was your Ow. two weeks in the cupboard, Oh, man, I feel refreshed. I feel good. Let's rock.
0: Yeah, we placed some holes in the side so you could breathe, and now we've
1: locked Dan in there. Thank you. So, I need, I need that moment of fresh air.
0: I need it. Hopefully next week we can have a full team. <laughs> you know, unless Tom pisses the weapon, he's going inside the cupboard next week. Um, so anyway, this is our delayed special. Um, this is uh, part two, so to speak. Um, this is um, a podcast special on Ashes to Ashes, which is the sister sequel, spiritual sequel to Life on Mars that we talked about, oh, about four episodes back now? I'm
2: yeah. getting old. Yeah, about
0: four. And... Uh, so, today, we thought we would reconvene. Now that Troy's back, we can finish it. Um, so, where, where do you guys want... Who wants to
1: pick it up first? Uh, I'll let you guys go first. Let me ease myself back <laughs> in a little bit.
2: Um, I'm I'm quite happy to kind of pick it up a little bit. It's quite... Obviously, Ashes to Ashes is set about, what, eight years... After life on Mars in that fictional world that Gene lives in. And you've got this character called Alex Drake who is in the modern world in 2008, 2009. And she gets shot and ends up in London in 1981, dressed as a hooker on a boat, on a pleasure boat. (laughs) Just quite (laughs) an interesting start. Singing along to one of the best songs ever, which is Vienna. Oh, yeah. Which. It's still a scandal that that didn't make it to number one in the UK and was beaten by Joe Dolce. Shut up, your face.
1: Oh, yeah, that you was know. ridiculous. That's a, that's
2: a book. But we <laughs> go. We, we, so anyway, we digress. Vicious. So, this character, the character of Alex, she knows about the world that um, John Simms' character was in. Yeah, because she's a psychologist who's writing a book. Yeah. And he yeah. recorded all of his. Basically everything we saw in Life of Mars, he's told her about over the course of a load of conversations. Hmm. So she knows who Gene Hunt and Chris and Ray are. She knows these characters. So yeah. when she has this accident and she wakes up and the Audi Quattro swings in and the three of them get out and beat the crap out of someone. Just it's absolutely
0: brilliant. I love that first line from
2: Gene. <laughs> 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 Yeah. so yeah Yeah. what is it
0: today my diary took a hostage and got surrounded by what was it no I got shot by three armed bastards yeah three <laughs> armed three armed bastards no there's that can remember it's life on Mars
2: <laughs> you got <called>, armed bastards <laughs>
1: because yeah, the- that's, that's the hostage one isn't it yeah the hostage Stop one yeah. surrounded by armed
2: arm bastards bastards. <laughs>
0: Alex has taken the first um the weird thing about Alex's is um she has obviously she's got like a it's like a virtual reality thing for her uh, attachment to this. Mm-hmm. Whereas before she knows what she's doing for the first season at least, the second and third season she's more relaxed about it. Yeah,
2: yeah I mean first I've got a feeling that was a writing decision. Yeah. yeah. Because, as I said on the previous product, she's not as, in the first series at least, she's not as likable. Yeah. As, yeah, Justin, yeah. as Johnson. Quite
0: cocky. Yeah, quite cocky yeah. Third season.
2: But it's it's interesting because lots of people go, oh, when you get to the third season, you kind of had an idea of what was going on, but you didn't know that she was dead. Spoiler alert. Spoiler well, alert,
1: yeah.
0: But yeah.
2: they actually tell you that in the very first episode. Yeah. Yeah. She writes about being in a dystopia and everything matters, and I can't remember what the other two words are, but she said, where does that leave me? Turns around and you see the word dead written down the side of the board. Yeah, they
1: kind of give you a little so clue. actually,
2: they actually didn't hide anything. They told you on day one of this series, this character's carked it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> mm. Damn. I really
0: kind of knew it was the afterlife, cause, and this is one thing I've reflected on rewatching all this. Like, it's a bit obvious from life on mars
1: that it's the afterlife yeah, no,
2: it's, it's not It's oh. not the afterlife it's purgatory it? I think there's
1: that limbo it's limbo
2: it's because limbo. It pl- kind of it's not heaven it's not hell it's where people go yeah and obviously people are there for longer periods of time which is how as a christian purgatory is set up you're there until you're ready to move on yes yeah, yeah to i uh, to heaven basically
1: yeah, so Ray, like, you have a wait in the waiting place until that like, you get through well, all your personal problems. So, and move so on. like
2: Ray, who lived a worse life than say Chris or G well not Gene, because he's kind of the person who delivers them. Or um Shazza, who's the woman in this one.
0: Lovely. He's there
2: for a lot longer than other people because he's got more to work through before he accepts where he ended up. If you get what I mean. Yeah. So he's been there for a very long time. Gene's obviously been there since, as we discover, he gets killed in nineteen fifty-one, fifty-two. Um, yeah, yeah, it's because it's, it's the um, it's the jubilee, isn't it? No, it's the um, coronation.
1: Oh, you flip! Mm. <laughs> I forgot about, about the coronation time time period. I forgot about it.
2: Mm. So yeah, so he's actually been dead since the thing, but it, his role is different. He's not there to work out his problems. Nah he's there to guide everybody else.
0: He forgets. He forgot at some point.
2: Well, this is the thing. It's interesting, because I think that he he's remembers bu- that he's there to guide he's the others, yeah. but it's, it's forgotten run- that he's gone.
1: Yeah, because he's dead. Yeah. I
0: feel yeah, like I think- they re- bungled this from the original Life on Mars, because I don't think they ever thought that it would come back, and that they're not quite too sure how to end it. I mean, they got away with it. I, I think, think it's solid. it right. But uh, the explanation that he forgot, uh, he's an angel and... Um, well,
2: no, but they never say that he's an angel.
1: Yeah, he's, no, he's not no. necessarily an angel. It's more like, um, you know, like the ferryman. Yeah.
2: Yeah, this
0: yeah, is his. the angels
1: compared... He's just like a, yeah, he's just, he's like a guide. He's just a basic
0: yeah. guide. Played by Daniel Mays, who's a fantastic actor, He's basically the bad yeah. side. Well... He's a dictator in
1: season his... three.
2: Here's the question: Is Daniel Mays the devil or is he like Mephistopheles, like the right hand man of the devil? <laughs> Gene is obviously not yeah. Jesus. He not. is like he's like the right-hand man of God in this scenario.
1: Yeah.
2: So you're wondering, he's obviously some kind of dark creature because number one is new teams in the basement, and that weird thing where he starts hissing in the oh, last yeah. <laughs> It's like okay, up until that point. I got the metaphors of going, what the fuck? Just for a second. I mean, it kind of worked because it was quite creepy. Yeah. Which was. The other thing I like about that is um, I get the feeling that they have actually met before quite a few times. Yeah. Remember. Why... Oh, yeah, don't
1: spoil it. Which is why he
2: walks away singing, We'll Meet Again, Don't Know Where. Yeah. Don't know where. <laughs> we'll I get the meet again. feeling that this is a constant. Battle. every every now and then these guys they come face to face which is why Gene doesn't like him from yeah. the second he walks in even though he's been really nice when he first arrives to yeah. everybody Gene automatically yeah. is like fuck you
1: <laughs> that's Daniel Mays though isn't it most of his stuff he's always like a nice guy and then he just flips a switch yeah
0: I mean <laughs> I'm looking at the cast I'm looking at the list of people that have been in this show even in one episode Um it's, it's an amazing bunch of people you have got
1: yeah. um, great. one
0: thing that points out is, um, what is it? Phil Davis, panty sniffer Phil Davis is here. <laughs>
1: yeah. Empty stomach. We're going to start
0: this fight. And it's also got Rupert Graves from Sherlock, who's Moriarty. It's In also,
2: way- got, it's also with- got George from Being Human. Is the Russell Tovey is that the
0: pink tank one, the gay rights one, which is just hilarious? No,
2: no, 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 no. He's the one where they're after the um the drug dealer with the guns, and it turns out that he's gay and um Russell Tovey is his lover. Uh... So they get to that hotel and they go in, they expect to find drugs and just find Russell Tovey going, Well, what the hell are you guys doing here?
0: He's in everything. He's <laughs> turned up a lot of the syndrome because every time we talk about a special, this is the second time he's managed to
1: snatch pop, pop.
0: <laughs> a classic. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Um, anyway, um, well done, yeah. Bakers. Um, <laughs> so, it's the European Cup of Faces. Uh, you, yeah. Russell, nice yeah. ass. Um, basically, uh, so the thing is, there's more of a jollier tone to this stem, Life on Mars. I think it's uh, more fun. They try and have a bit more fun with it.
2: They do, but also I think that they've readdressed the focus slightly because. Yeah. Like I said before, in Life on Mars, it's all almost all through the eyes of um, Sam. Sam, thank you. I yeah. forgot your name for a second. But in this series, Gene and Ray and Chris have much bigger roles.
1: Mm. Yeah, they can't more.
2: incidental to what Sam is doing or what Alex is doing. You see, uh. you see what they feel and how they are. You know, the first episode is very much like Life on Mars. Where it's her perception of how they behave, and they only appear being matchy as like being the A team, no more heroes and all that kind of stuff.
0: There's a great, awesome. episode one where Ray because she's like kind of feels like she's hallucinating. She does things to a desk. Was it the car? And Ray just went, "Oh, he just I can't remember what he said." And no, 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 it, no.
2: It's not to the it's not to the desk. It's to Jean's car. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I can't remember the line. It just made me laugh so loudly. I've forgotten how funny it was.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> what, what, what she's doing to that car, I think yeah. it was that. But they really bring up the sexism. It's really funny. Um,
1: yeah, you knew it was coming, especially for this um, season.
0: Shazza is obviously. I would not want to say she's a replacement for Liz. Um, uh, Annie, Annie, sorry, the Annie. actress's Annie. name is Liz. Annie
1: Cartwright. Annie.
0: Uh, Because they kind of bungle, because John Sim said he didn't want to come back. Um, So they kind of it's because at that end, I know we've got everything to go on, but I feel I kind of feel it's a shame that only Nelson comes out that pub because yeah, it should have
2: been John Sim.
0: Where's where's where is Annie and where is Sam? I'm not
2: I'm not that bothered about Annie because. um... Alex had no connection to Annie, but Sam is the person who she, it was the only point of reference that she had for this world before she came into it was Sam. Mm, so it'd be quite be nice if he was the one kind of guiding her out of it as well. Yeah,
1: that could have been a great, great link for the rest of like the show, it? You know what I mean? Just heard just like <laughs> saying, I'm just, I'm a massive fan, massive fan of you. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah, just have a ghost baby or something. How is she's pregnant? How has she done that then? Oh, I don't know. Ghost baby, Jesus, yes, Jesus gave me this baby.
2: Well, this so, is the thing. We don't know if they had kids during the eight years in between because they don't give us a huge amount about Sam's life. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. So yeah, theoretically, because just... I mean, this is why if they are doing this season three thing, that's in between mm. two. I'm hoping that a few of these questions will
0: be answered. So I'm really excited there's a third season of Life on Mars, but I'm also a bit scared because yeah. it's been a while. And I'd rather leave as yes, it is with five fantastic seasons. God, 2008, you have Being Human, Misfits, Ashes to Ashes, really good Doctor Who. Solid. Like, Merlin was pretty damn solid as well.
1: Not
2: Merlin. Yeah, Merlin was... So I'll much...
1: got... do it, Tom. Don't do it. Why can't? The yeah.
2: people... issue with it is your source material
1: yeah.
2: for the majority of Merlin stuff is *Morte d'Arthur*, which is a medieval poem about Arthur, King Arthur, mm-hmm. and Arthur. one of the main points of his entire arc is that he's never he never met his father. So that is the issue I have with the series: is that he didn't grow up entitled and all those things, which made him a great king. If you know what I mean. So yeah, this, hello. Yeah, son, yeah, yeah. So the fact that they've got him actually living with his father and being a bit of a dick at the beginning yeah. kind of goes against the source material. I mean, I know they felt they needed to do that and fine, but I yeah, just...
0: They yeah. wrote a fan fiction with Merlin and um, they did oh, it on yeah. purpose because yeah. it was oh a big God. fan fiction to that show. Oh. And they ended up bum-slapping everything. It was hilarious. They knew that... And from season three onwards, it got really good. From something happened from season three onwards. It just felt really fantastic. It took its time. Love that show. that's
2: not what we're here to talk about. We
0: can do Merlin another day. we talk about Merlin another day. Because that deserves its own special. It does. Um so why do you think they're so good at writing Knife and Mars and Ashes to Ashes, but so shit at writing anything else? Everything I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. Like, there's an Angel one in York on ITV. They did this Angels doing law, and I fell asleep. Yeah, angel law,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. And uh, other episodes that they've done for other dramas, like Spooks and um, Doctor Who, pretty shit.
2: Like maybe rock. maybe it's the fact that it's not their show. They kind of they're doing they're they're a continuation of somewhere else. Whereas Life on Mars. And ashes to ashes was a completely unique
1: idea. The thing is, Angel Law was really good. I actually liked it when it cancelled way too soon. That was really good. It was getting really good after that, the end of like season one, and it just cut off. I was like, "Damn." Hmm. But Life on Mars is so original, though. That's, that, yeah, <laughs> literally, I'm showing, I'm trying people now that show. They're like, "Oh, so we really good show you." Thanks telling me about it. It's solid, solid show. I mean, it's
2: brilliant. I mean. Ashes to Ashes is good. It's not as good as Life on Mars. I've said that before. No, no. But, but re watching it recently, I've gone, actually, there were quite a few episodes I really enjoyed of Ashes to Ashes. Yeah. What's <laughs> your
0: favourite ones? There's um, <laughs> um, some stuff here.
2: Well, to be honest, the arc of the first season, I. you guys know.
0: from <laughs> Ready Clown. That no, clown. No, <laughs>
2: no, it's a Harlequin.
0: <laughs> the, the, the Harlequin, my God, he just turns up. He's like the freakiest thing.
2: Yeah, but that's my point. Because the thing, you guys know me. I'm a fan of murder mysteries, Who Done It? Yep. Trying yep. to catch out where the trick is.
0: Who murdered this woman, Tom? Yeah,
2: yeah. But uh, <laughs> yes, shush. Uh, I didn't clock, and I've gone back and I've looked at it. I didn't clock that the Harlequin was Alex's dad. Yeah, I never realised it because the reasons why I didn't realise it, I think, is number one, the way they filmed her dad whenever he appeared on screen was never his full face. It was always angled, so you only saw part of the face where you saw the whole face of the Harlequin, but obviously it's in white paint. Yeah. Number two, I thought it was just, they were using it purely so they had a reference to the music video of Ashes to Ashes that David Bowie did because he yeah. was dressed as that Harlequin. So I wasn't, I thought, I didn't think it was anything more than just a kind of pushed on reference of Ashes to Ashes. Mm. And it was just, it was very, very well done because they never lingered on either person's face very long. That, that, that actor, they never lingered long on him.
0: I love the fact that Gene Hunt broke up the Blue Peter Garden. Do you remember in that <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah. one of the great bags. It's brilliant. Like, if people don't... Wasn't that
2: beating British. up a? Wasn't that beating up someone that you were chasing or something?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I and mean, basically, Blue Peter is like a kids' program for people that aren't British. It's like a, it's an institute. It's still it's going. It's an on institution.
2: There. It is. Tea
0: time dinner show for kids that teaches them Monday to Friday. And did um, they
2: actually have a thing on Crime Watch about the fact that the Blue Peter Garden had been damaged?
0: Yeah. I mean, did not literally should... go that far? Yeah. Um. There's um, obviously there's background. So there's in season one you have got the royal wedding between Princess Diana and the twat Prince Charles. Damn, has got bigger. It's, it's a of toby. toby. Um, um, 1981 start the London Doctors Development Corporation. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. You've also number two kind of has the Falklands as a bit of a backdrop.
0: Yes, it does. And 1983 season three is a general election. And the Blue Peter Garden. <laughs>
1: hey, you know, you know, I love my um, otherworldly supernatural stuff. You know, my favorite episode is the last episode. Oh, oh god! Yeah. I know? love mad the devil was guys, angels, demons. I love all that stuff. Asheron same... huh? huh? deserves
0: like some more credit. He doesn't yeah. get enough credit. You know, you he's
1: know, a fantastic stuff. actor. You know, I love that stuff. My David Mays is the man, flipping man, who's ever bro
2: it's it's a good episode and it's a lovely way to tie in the whole series and to find the main. I mean the thing that I think I truly love about that episode is actually the last line of it
0: yeah.
2: which is as uh, um, that guy walking into Gene's precinct going where's my iPod and all this stuff Oh yeah. he like, just opens the door and goes where do you shall like pal yes. and I like that because it's the first line that he says in Life on Mars
1: Oh yeah.
2: yeah. So the last line he says in Ashes to Ashes is the very first thing he said on Life on Mars. Uh, <laughs> Which is what I like about it. I just so thought that, that's beautiful. Also
0: there's a thought someone is a two thousands copper now, and that that setting will now change to two thousand.
2: No, no, not necessarily because
0: okay. um
2: Sam got hit in the two thousands.
0: Yeah, yeah, sorry, i I've, I've had a long yeah, day. Worry, but you inter-
2: interestingly, it. if you read up on it, um, Chris didn't actually die in reality, like the real real, until 1975. So in <sighs> 1973, when he's with Sam, his actual real self is still alive. That's crazy. It's just, it's weird. Yeah. And,
0: uh, I would have loved to see a 2000s copper again.
2: Yeah. And Shazza... 90s, 90s. Manchester um, Because, well, no, you don't know. I think she was in London, but it was Wonderwall was playing, wasn't it?
0: Ah, Manchester. It doesn't have to
2: be. No, I think it was in London because she's a Londoner. She's not a Mancunian. Okay. I think the point was that it must be about 95 because...
1: 95
2: London,
0: yeah. That's the only good song that Oasis have ever done, so that's okay.
2: Come on, Ben, come on.
1: Do not go there
2: because you and I will fight.
1: <laughs> hey, you know it's going to go down with Tom. I've I got a feeling, Tom. I've got a feeling, bro.
0: That's right. I can take it, Tom. It's fine. Right. <laughs> uh, it
2: amuses person. me that you believe that, Ben.
0: <laughs> one nitpicky, though, when we talk about the e Quattro, I love that. I love that car. Like, I, I know it's an old car.
2: I have one issue with it. I What's love that? the car. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely adore it. It be but... to it. Yeah, yeah, but the Audi Quattro was not available in right-hand drive in 1981.
1: Oh, snap. I knew you were going to go there. <laughs>
0: literally. literally picked that up. It was only available in left-hand drive. Yep. So, it, really it was doing... two
2: years later that it went into right-hand drive. Yeah. yeah. In the UK. Oh, it was very...
0: <laughs> You're a bastard, Tom. Literally...
2: <laughs>
1: Exposure!
0: <laughs> Exposure, you took my night, bitch.
2: <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs>
0: Songs used in the series were also out of the time, such yep. as Pan's Ghosts in series one, Duran Duran, Is There Something I Should Know in series two, and Shu Tries Way, Frankie Goes to Hollywood, and Walking on Sunshine. I hate that song. Oh, okay.
2: technically, 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 Walking on Sunshine had been released, but the version they were playing was from a release in '85, I think.
0: Did you hear Wikipedia, no. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you're just no, I'm not.
2: Very... <laughs> I'm genuinely not. I've been reading up for like three days on this shit.
0: <laughs> wow. But I oh, am Ray... not on
2: Wikipedia. No. <laughs> it's
0: it's getting okay. It's getting a bit nitpicky now because it says here Ray Carlin says in episode two of season one that Bobby Moore was in that movie Escape to Victory, which was not released until fortnight after the episode was set. That is kind of proper.
2: Well, he could surely have gone to a preview taping, couldn't
0: he? Yeah.
2: That that has been very nitpicky. Two weeks is a bloody nitpicky point. <laughs>
0: yeah. <it's>, um.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. <my> anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah, go on. <laughs> I, love the, the score, the, I love the score. I love the show that I'm last the squad yeah. I
2: mean, season one is good because it's basically doing what Sam did in episode one of the of Life on Mars, which is thinking that if he gets one thing sorted he'll be able to go home. So yeah. with him, it's um, finding the guy who kidnapped his girlfriend. And he, yeah, the first episode, is yeah. him sorting that. And they think, oh, I'll be able to go home. And it doesn't happen. And for her, it's an entire series trying to save her parents' life. Realize yeah, yeah, parents' that,
1: lives, yeah. And then <laughs> they think how ready. mindset. Season one's basically a rehash, in a way.
2: Yeah. But in, but the interesting thing is, in season two, and is it season two or season three, you start well. to see that she is actually genuinely forgetting She's yeah. forgetting Molly's face. She's forgetting so you see yeah, I think, how, it's season,
1: two. I think it's season two. Season two, I think.
2: So you start to see how Chris and Ray ended up that way. Yeah. Because she's now forgetting. And we know her story. And it's like she's starting to lose her grip on those right realities.
0: Did you because the thing is, um, what I would talk to you guys about is I can Molly. Mm-hmm. Do you think you did Molly too much? You think they did what? You have, did you ever have a connection to her daughter? <sighs>
2: Still
0: for her bond
1: with her daughter? Uh,
2: no, I don't really think so. To
1: yeah, to be fair, not really.
2: I understood her bond. Yeah. But I didn't feel any bond to her.
1: You can't just dare. Most of the time for me, I was just like, seeing her, I was like, okay, is, is she going to do anything else? She was kind of just like, how yeah, it's, it's,
2: it's kind of annoying. It, it's a plot device in order for her to remember where she's come from.
1: Yeah, basically, yeah. She's just that's her anchor.
2: That is not a fleshed out character. Uh, they okay. don't go very deep into, oh, she's a daughter, she's having her birthday. That's about the level they go to.
0: <laughs> Do it as much as Sam does. Where, like, they be, like every five minutes reminding you, oh, oh yeah. It's a lot uh, of
1: yeah, Maya. Where's Maya? <laughs> if I mean to see this luck on Mars.
0: Maya, yeah, that great character that we didn't give a shit about. Um, I hope <laughs>
1: She's she a great him. actress. I'm surprised didn't show her more. I was like, damn it.
0: I hope she was. I think she. I. I. We. Do we ever find out what happened to Maya? Oh yeah, she broke up with him. She. He was in a coma, didn't she? You
2: let, you let her go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought she'd end up in the back, back of a boot, stabbed up, cut up into pieces.
2: Oh damn! That's what I thought. <laughs> Initially, all I
1: could see was, oh, Maya didn't turn up. She left you. She didn't come back. She didn't, which is great. So you know, good for her.
0: Um basically, um, the season one, were you happy with the overall arching theme of the mystery of her parents and the clown?
2: Yeah. yeah. Like I said, because I didn't realise that the dad was the Harlequin, it it's yeah. quite a surprise to me. And then I went, of course. <laughs> as soon as it happened, I was like, how did I not see that coming? The
0: bit where his face turns into the Harlequin is really creepy. There's that still... Yeah. St- and it's just like proper... Oh... It's basically it appears to be the clown from David Bowie's Ashes to Ashes music video.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
2: That is what it is, yeah. Which David is Bur- essentially death. Is. Ashes to Ashes is about dying.
1: Death,
0: yeah. Because ah. I thought David Bowie is really pissed at the BBC here. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm
2: sure David Bowie was clout with was perfectly cool with the fact they kept using his stuff because it was ad- free advertising and yeah, they used does. his music all the time. So
1: <laughs> Free stuff.
0: That's basically what it was. What do you think is the cliffhanger of season two because they try and pretend Alex has woken up and them Jean's on the hospital monitors. Do you think they should have just not done that? Or...
2: No, I liked
0: it. I can't remember how she ends up back in... She gets shot. Again.
2: She get shot yeah, by G-Gine Gene.
1: Gene actually shoots her, something like that. I
2: think it was that. Yeah. Because that's the excuse for why uh, Danny Mays' character shows up in season three. Yeah. To investigate whether or not Gene actually meant to shoot her. We're meant to do it, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's a bit of an
0: arsehole move, though.
2: I quite liked it because everyone assumed that it was only going to be two seasons. I remember at the time, everyone thought Ashley actually was only going to be two seasons, and like, the day after the finale, everyone was going, what the fuck? And the writer came out and said, when did I ever say it, it would only be two seasons? And we all went, you bastards. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a gun!
1: Mm. <laughs> it was a great ending, though. I liked the cliffhanger. It was a good ending to me. It was solid. <laughs> I liked it.
2: I quite liked the idea that the way to get her back to reality was to kill her in Jean's world, possibly. Yes. For half a second, I thought, wow, that's a twist. That's weird, and then Gene yeah. appears on the screen. I'm like... Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and she just wakes up like <laughs> down the I'm like, what the hell? What a freak? Which was they're not they're back in the modern times, so it was, it was weird. Back to modern yeah.
0: Um, what do you think about how they handled Sam Tyler? Because I feel like they <sighs> kind of knew John Sim wasn't coming back. So they kind of had to be they had to find a way around it. Are you satisfied with how they did it?
1: Um they kind of left about tons of like red herrings everywhere. Someone was pretending to be him at one point. That
0: is you're such sure. an episode. Oh, I, was I was like,
1: like
0: oh lord. Tyler, come on. It was me. <laughs> I'm John Sims' uglier brother.
2: The guy who does that is a brilliant actor, and once again, from being human.
1: Oh, again? Once again, <laughs> being human.
2: <laughs> but I didn't like that episode. That episode really me. because I was like, yeah. you're going too far.
1: Yeah, in fact, I got way too much.
2: You, you're, try, you're trying. You're yeah. trying. You're. De- you're desperately trying to kind of bait and switch me here, and I'm not following it. I'm not doing it.
0: <laughs> I just wish that they would have. If you've got John Sim, wheel him out. If you don't, don't push that. Well, no, I,
2: I. I think. I think. In order for you to understand Gene, you had to have John Sim being talked about again. Yeah. The character of yeah. Tyler had to be spoken about again, because yeah. it was such a major thing. If she, the only person who she might have met. In the world, in this world, has disappeared in suspicious circumstances, a couple of like a year earlier, and suddenly Jean Hunt and his two biggest sidekicks have left Manchester for no apparent reason and moved halfway across the country. It all seems a bit dodge. A bit weird, yeah. So I can understand you needed to bring Sam Tyler back in. But I don't know, I haven't read up on this, whether or not John Sims said no or whether they never asked him.
1: Yeah, I never, I never realised what happened, I don't know. Because he's, he's an
0: actor that doesn't really like to come back to the same role.
2: <laughs> but he's, he's, he's uh, going to come back to life on Mars again.
0: Well, he's a hypocrite. He came back on Doctor Who and he said he wasn't going to. So really, maybe he's changed his mind now.
2: Well, I don't know. Well, he's
0: changed, I think he must have changed his mind about life on Mars. The thing is, he's a good actor, so I'm not even gonna make a joke about his shit. He, he no, needs the money. He he's, the he's been doing it. Listen, listen. He is a great actor, so he's been plenty of things throughout the years. Oh, Maybe good. he's just mellowed a bit and realized, oh, I like the fan aspect, because you know, he's well known for being those two roles. And obviously if the right scripts down he said, I've only come back because the script is really good. I trust him on this.
2: Yeah, maybe. But I mean, this thing, I just don't know. Because I can imagine that he would have been okay with like a five-minute cameo at the end of Ashes to Ashes. So it may just have been a conflict of he was off filming something else.
1: Yeah, he must have, because he would have at least come back for like a little... You'd have thought
2: he'd have come back to do that.
1: Yeah, just to finish it off.
2: Yeah. Because it's a nice piece of fan service that everyone knows. It's the one thing that let down that final episode. was that... And it wasn't the fault of the writers. Is that John Sim wasn't there? Is the only thing that was missing from that final episode. Everything else was tied up, made yeah. sense. You went, oh, okay, that's why that happened. That's why that happened." Brilliant. Also, one of the going back a couple of episodes, you know the one in the season three where Viv goes into the prison. Oh yeah. Now I th- I'm wondering because it's possible. In Christian mythology, for somebody who's in purgatory mm-hmm. to then get sent to hell, normally it's working off your debt and going to heaven. So yeah, do you it think, think that's both what ways to, to be fair? Both ways. Do you, yeah, but do you think that's what happens to Viv?
1: Yeah, is Fair after, I think that's what happens to her because it can work both ways. If if you don't pay off, like a certain time, you just stay in there all the time. And in literally, if it's
2: ways the, last, ways, the, last the, thing, the last thing you see is Danny Mays kneeling over Viv before he dies. Yeah. So I was like, okay, this guy. There's
1: is... a little clue. There's a little clue there.
2: Yeah. So I'm just. But I thought Viv was a good additional character. He's not in every episode, but I liked him.
1: Yeah, it's a good, good little um character there that they kind of just shoe on in there. But it was, it was decent. His run was decent. To be
2: fair. Yeah, but it, it was, it was necessary to show that they developed a bit in terms of their racial prejudices and things. That this yeah. guy was just part of the team, whereas. In Life on Mars, that guy shows up for one episode and is have all those jokes made about him and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so it kind of shows that there has been some level of development. Yeah. Of the attitudes, even yeah. if it's not like a proper, a full development, he is at least accepted.
1: Yeah, because of the diversity, you know, I'm sorted out. Yeah. You know, also, yeah.
2: I think, also, he I think he's quite a good character. I quite like him. <laughs> it could have been a
0: bit longer I've just found something I know what I'm doing after this I've got some more facts for you so the soundtrack um, during the second and third series well by the way you should download the Spotify soundtrack for this Oh, dear god, amazing during the second and third series, 1980s background music um, which was used during the show, was available to UK digital UK digital TV viewers by using the red button Um, this would uh, red button is basically for British people is a button on the BBC where you can get extra content um, so basically it would lead you to clips from Top of the Pops and other 1980s BBC TV music programs for that program and it would be introduced by um, Gene Hunt saying silly things about each band and calling the audience the C word and everything before they played the clip <laughs> yeah, that was brilliant you can't find <laughs> that on your own now also, I've just found out that there's um, two comedy sketches that I want to see now. Um, Top Gear meets Ashes to Ashes to Children in Need in 2008. Oh,
1: Top have, Gear you, meets
0: Ashes. have you seen this one yet? No, I haven't seen that now. Ashes to Ashes to Sports Relief.
1: <laughs> you, you know what? I heard of that one, but I never actually watched it.
0: It's got, it's got Dicky Davis, Daddy Thompson, Duncan Goodhew. Steve Clam, David Gower, Michael Parkinson, Sam Tolerance, Tom, Tony Hardley, Paul Daniels, and Debbie McGee. It's 1983 versions of themselves. i
1: to go back and watch the <laughs> God, I
0: need to watch these two. When we're done, I'm gonna I'm not reviewing them now. It's a bit rude. Um but yeah, that's great. So <laughs> let's go back to the main cast. So you do, it does feel like Chris and The other dude, I can't remember his name right. Gary. Um, Gary? Gary, no. Ray! Hey, Dean. No, Ray. Ray and Chris. Do you think that... Because Chris comes more into the main character now, doesn't he? Because this is an older Chris now. um, Because he's learnt a lot from Sam. Because remember, there's always that little big brother, little brother thing from Life on Mars. Um, we find a lot more about Cray he's a bit more humanised you know he committed suicide yeah we don't have stop
1: that
2: until uh, the last episode though
0: yeah but it's still things that you find out and you find out that he was an army he applied to be in the army and everything
2: yeah
0: didn't get in though yeah <laughs> Thomas is like yeah I didn't get in though so, yeah Thomas a dick it's
2: fine <laughs> it's true it's merely a statement
0: <laughs> do you not think though we are watching it that Ray is really turning up the because of Alex and Sh- Sh- Shazza you think it, that he's a bit more of a prick in this season this this run than like Malcolm Mars because he's proper uh, every five seconds with the in this show
2: I dislike him more in Life on Mars than I do in Ashes to Ashes
0: what's the difference for you though?
2: Well it's I think it's the episode where he helps the um that young prostitute. Oh yeah that young female prostitute, yeah. you see that actually he has got a softer side. He's yeah. putting on a show for he needs to be the manly man when he's around Chris and Gene and all that. Yeah,
1: it's a peer pressure, isn't it?
2: Yeah, and he's not strong enough to not feel that peer pressure, but he then he's he's the last. If I told you that one character from the cast was going to be the one who helped out a young black prostitute, Ray would be the last on your list yeah. every time. But yeah, so they made they gave, he was still a dickhead, but they made him a little more funny, mm. like um, the whole thing with the dating agency. More, well, I don't use dating agencies, and then. Um, the woman walks into the police and says, hello, Ray, what are you doing here?
1: There's <laughs> a yeah, so little humorous part side of that, little, little yeah. bits here and there.
2: So little things like that made yeah. him more comical and less of a, I really dislike this guy. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah.
2: At, interesting point, you know the woman who played the head of the dating agency is actually um, Phil Glenister's wife.
0: Oh, really?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, nice. <laughs> wow. Lovely. That's
1: insane. What? <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> Pretty nice, y'all. Um, what about Chris then? Because Chris is now, him and Shazza, we'll get to her in a minute. Do you think they're a good couple? Because they're together, they spend a lot of time on that relationship. Like, I really liked it.
2: Yeah. Um... And how-
0: of Shazza as a character because you know I can't remember a lot about her. That's not a good sign. Oh
1: Shaz, has...
0: yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's kind <laughs> <sighs>
1: forgettable
2: it's
1: character. D- it's
2: difficult because she's obviously coming in
1: no. to a we well-established group.
0: In... Yeah, drink. yeah, same with Keely Hawes. It's difficult for both of them.
2: But Keely Hawes, because they just dis- because they uh, develop her character. Before she arrives in nineteen eighty one, yeah, you kind of go, okay, that's who she is. But Shazza is a whole—you, you know who Chris is; he's the slightly weak one. You know that Ray is the misogynist. You know that Jean is the alpha male. Yeah,
1: the of you've seen all the characters
2: built. Yeah. Whereas yeah. with her, you don't know what she is, and so I feel like you don't take as much time to learn about her. She's kind of just there.
0: Do, do you not think that Ray's um, look, actually, his moustache make, somehow makes him fit into the 80s and 70s at the same time? It's quite amazing to watch. <laughs> it is impressive because Chris really goes 80s this time. Yeah. He's got blonde hair. He's looking like an 80s yeah, boy. Yeah, he's
1: he dyes Like, what the heck?
0: Yeah. And look, Ray just hasn't changed a bit. Neither has Gene and they both look so comfortable.
1: But that's Ray's character, though. isn't he? he doesn't want to change or sustain in the same time period. It's amazing how,
0: how much the 80s... Like, the 80s is all happening, and Ray's just like, now nah, I'm still...
1: <laughs>
0: I'm still me, you know? It's, it's like,
1: um, you know, Cobra, Cobra Kai, another TV show. It's like, yeah, he's stuck in the 80s. to get out of it. <laughs> it's modern day. It's like, literally, the 2000s.
0: It was a better time. The 80s. <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: So is the 90s good? Um, we had this conversation last time. Um, did you know about the cultural impact of. Oh, yeah. So, so what what is your biggest takeaway for Sh- Shazza Because it feels like she's done the same storyline as Annie from Life of Mars, where she just kind of moves up and gets accepted by the boys as a woman, as a female officer. I think the, the thing is, if she wasn't Chris's girlfriend, I don't think she would have a point if she, she just blow away in the wind like a...
2: Like, I, I agree with you up until season three. Okay. Because then they start to focus on how angry she's getting and her rate and... So she's kind of remembering that something bad happened to her.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, she's the first one.
2: Yeah. And she's oh, the yeah, first one to it. actually be kind of... All... She knows that something's out of whack. And so by her doing it, it kind of allows you to keep Ray and Chris... As you know them for a little bit longer, and let her be the one who's kind of discovering like the stars thing and all that. You know when she turns <laughs> around that corner and there's just stars. They don't explain it, but it's her who they did that with, because yeah. it'd yeah. be difficult for Ray and Chris's characters to kind of explain that away.
0: Yeah.
2: So yeah, I mean, she I, by the third season she'd become useful, mm. but prior to that it was. I kind of got the feeling that they just felt they needed to have a woman other than the protagonist yeah, in the a... Yeah, that's, that's my takeaway.
0: Oh, by the way, there's a sar- the uh, sergeant. There's a sergeant at the desk I want to bring up as well. Oh no, minute. What's his name? I want to bring... Uh, there's a nice police officer. He's quite old. Um, I can't find him. death sergeant in that is viv yeah viv he's awesome he's in nearly every episode he's just quite funny and (laughs) old and wary he's like an old sheepdog he's just there and he's comforting and he's just funny and polite and nice he's a great character i like viv a lot (laughs) hey viv You know the guy that's always at the desk when they bring people in?
2: The one they call Skipper. Yeah. Yeah. Name. Yeah, oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. He's really he's the, good. He's
2: the yeah. one who gets murdered in the police riot. Oh, yeah. In the prison riot. But,
0: season three, yeah. But, like, that was a dangerous episode. Um,
2: that was a good so episode, yeah. actually. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, it's a good episode, but it shows you the dangers of being a policeman. When he died, I was really sad because he's a great character. Uh...
1: <laughs>
0: Cause it gets dark after that. That's during season three when it, the battle between Gene and Keats is happening.
1: Yeah, the descent into yeah. magic. You know,
0: and it's used to feather the the, 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 the war between the two and that's,
2: it's that, um... that was how, that's what I was saying. I think Viv ends up in hell. Yeah. That was that was
0: it I takes his soul.
2: Yeah,
0: Danny uh, Keats takes his soul. Yeah, yeah, he goes over to him and just does something, and yeah, he dies. Yeah. You see it, and you're like, that's when you start to realize that this something's wrong. This isn't something is supernatural at this point.
1: So the, you, know? you can't, use, you can't use you into that to the chaos that's about to happen. You the, the can of just go boom, yeah. something big happens. You know, the end is going to be huge. Setting you up. Mm. Good point. What's about to happen?
2: It also lets you know that no character is safe.
1: Yeah, no one is safe. No one is safe. Yeah. Everyone can die in this show. Shout out to Game of Thrones.
0: Let's <laughs> <laughs> not, not go there. Game of Thrones is very... <laughs> <interesting>. <laughs> I
1: knew you going to say something. Do it.
0: Come well, now. I mean, tell Game, Game we,
2: of You've watched Game it. Of... Stay. Stay quiet. Yeah. <laughs> It's unpredictable in
0: its deaths. To be fair, Viv is one of the few big characters that has died in ashes to ashes. That's what I'm saying. Not kicking Game of Thrones. Void a backlash on that. When that episode was interesting. Anyway, I got a lot of feedback on that one. Um
2: on what? On the Game of Thrones one. We won't get into that
0: now. Um <laughs> so not, saying... I've
2: not agreed with you about your opinion on Game of Thrones. <laughs> exactly, exactly.
0: I got such abuse from people. Anyway. So, Good. so I wanted to tell you something. You were in 2010 the Labour Party used the edited image of Gene Hunt on the Quattro with David Cameron's face, part of his general election campaign with the words, Don't let him take Britain back to the 1980s. Um in oh. response the conservatives posted a slightly modified version of the image of the words fart the quattro, it's time for change, vote for change, vote conservative. Um the BBC and Kudis Productions apparently told both of them to kick it in because they owned a copyright to the Gene Hunt character. Yeah. And Philip um Philip Glinstar called David Cameron a cunt on on, <laughs> on <laughs> YouTube Because he's you a labor boy.
2: Well you can't fault his argument.
0: No. No. <laughs> he said if he saw him in the street, he would batter him. <laughs> Lovely <laughs> i love I love that that's that's Ooh. crazy
1: Get my beef.
0: but what what were you expecting when you first saw this? I'm guessing you guys watched this when it aired, so between this and ashes was there when you first watched this in two thousand and eight was there a sense of you were scared or did you think? You were excited? Did you think it didn't need to come back? What did you think?
1: Um, When I, when I first saw it, come yeah. on. I, was, I was just like, does it really need to be done? Because the end of um, Life on Mars it was kind of self-explanatory most of it. Kind of just like, ah, is it going to come back in a certain way? Because of how he um, basically jumped off and came back to the past again. I was like, I was going to follow it from Sam. That's what I thought the whole time. I was going to follow it from Sam. And then when Ash Ashes came out, I was like, damn, they've changed the character, but yet she's got his notes. She's following what he's what he's supposed to be been done all that time. And I'm like,
2: I don't really like that?
1: But um I kinda of got into it. But Life of Mars always been my favourite. Ash Ash is just kind of uh, if someone's in it for well, time and time here again, but other than that, nah. Life of Mars is always good to me. Life of Mars is always the best.
2: Um kind of secondary. Yeah, from from my perspective, I would have been upset had it ended at the end of Series 1 of Ash. If Ash to Ash had been a one-off series. Well, that- because that- I think that they got it right in Season 2 and 3. They made her more likeable. Yeah. They-, they got the tone right in Season 2. Season 1, she was just too harsh a character for you to really... You wanted her to survive. Like yeah. You wanted her to survive because she was the protagonist, but you didn't feel it. Like, you felt every moment of Sam Tyler's pain. Mm. yeah, And you understood exactly what he was fighting for, whereas her, she had this one-dimensional thing of, I've got to save my parents or I've got to get back to my daughter. <laughs> and I'll be as rude as I want to anybody.
1: <laughs> I hate that stuff. I hate
2: it. I mean, I, it does lead to one of my favourite moments in the very first episode, though, where she puts her hand on Jean's heart. And he goes, oh, I can feel it beating. And he sticks his hand on the tip and goes, find out my I just, I know that that's entirely sexist, but I just, oh, brilliant, that's <laughs> hilarious. That's so cool. Anyway, yes, yeah, got... so I, I enjoy Life on Mars. Yeah. Had it been its own series on its own, I probably would have enjoyed it more. Yeah. But because it was a follow-up to Life on Mars, <laughs> sorry, I enjoyed Ashes to Ashes. Um, yeah. because it was a follow-up to Life on Mars, obviously, especially in the first... By the second series, I kind of was letting it stand on its own. Whereas the first series, I was constantly comparing it to what had come before. Mm. And maybe I was a bit harsh. Like, I re-watched the whole of Series 1 a couple of weeks ago. I was quite harsh on this. It's a lot better than I remembered it at first viewing. Even though I'd enjoyed yeah. it coming back to it without having watched Life on Mars immediately before
1: yeah,
2: and judging it on its own merits is actually quite good.
1: If it's standalone, yeah, it's decent, but yeah, it has a follow-up. It's not as strong. Yeah. Yeah. Mm.
0: I've got some interesting... um, I, uh, like, this is where I'm in this situation again now with Life on Mars Season 3. I'm like, do we really need this because it's a good legacy to put the two seasons together it just about works like they've made it work really well the whole legacy of it
2: Mm. i'm
0: kind of a bit scared
2: it's only it's only going to be three episodes long
0: but it's still too many because it's a
2: but you don't know that it could be brilliant
0: it could be i want it to be
2: and I want to know what happened to Sam and I want to know what happened to Annie actually. More than Sam, I want to know what happened to Annie. Yeah,
1: they got tied up.
2: Yeah.
1: Because Maybe I want she obviously she,
2: well, no, Sam. I, Sam. Sam she she will have left with Sam to go to the pub. Sam. The, but we Sam. don't know
0: Sorry.
2: We don't know what her actual story was. We don't know how she genuinely died. And I want to know how she died as well, because she was a major character.
0: Maybe Sam just got sick of her and stuck some shears in her no, head.
2: No. How she died in the real world, not Jean's world.
1: Oh, okay.
2: How she ended up in Jean's yeah, world. in real life, yeah. Mm. So I, I, I kind of need to know what happened there. And I'm hoping that this series in between will let will give me that answer. Because I feel like everybody else had a, had a good arc and you found out what it was all about for them, whereas her, you've got no idea how she genuinely died. I mean, it is possible that she did die by being kicked to death by Sam's dad, as nearly happened at the end of Series 1. <sighs> that could genuinely have been the way she died. Yeah. But we, never, we don't know, and I want to know.
0: <laughs> yeah, you got a point. Yeah, Because we've seen before that death can reflect back into the coma and to purgatory. How many times have you seen that? Flashbacks.
2: Yeah, but that's the thing. You also know that Sam had that memory of his dad kicking someone in a red dress. Not from being in the other world, in Jean's world, but from his own past. So conceivably, that is what happened to Annie.
1: Yeah, because you always see that little glimmers of it. It's true. Yeah.
2: So that could have actually been the way she died. She could have genuinely been killed by Sam's dad, which is just perverse
0: that they ended up together if that's true Damn. what a, a screwed up show this can be sometimes yeah. um, <laughs> some trivia for you <laughs> series one contains references to prostitution every episode does it? Um, Alex travels back in, as one in episode one sees a post in episode two saying we're all prostitutes and in another suffers the murder of a street walker. she's also frequently dressed in red making her a scarlet woman yep yeah.
2: But that's only three episodes of the first series where they reference prostitutes, isn't it?
0: No, but it has a reference in prostitutes in every episode. Okay. Damn.
2: Okay. Yeah, because you've got the spotty kid who blows everything up shouting we're all prostitutes.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, but you know what? I think the writers of the show have said um, how do you explain that you've got the car wrong? He said uh, he got really pissed off and just moaned about the internet. I went, right, it's Alex's mind has made details change. I love that bit, by the way. It's a great idea. The details are a bit slightly off because Alex's brain isn't functioning. She sees them as all constructs, doesn't she? So that's maybe why the car isn't in the right place at the right time.
2: In reality, you fucked up. Yeah, but <laughs>
0: it's... it's it's a good wave away, I find.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, a back good, back. it's a good retcon.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Mm. You can always just go, yeah, it was, just, it was it was, our mind. It was just like, it was just all wrong, all wide <laughs> wrong. That's, that's why it was, it was just never there at the right time. Yeah, exactly. And there you go. <laughs> that's it. I explained.
0: And did you know that Gene Hunt and oh, Alec, the actors playing um, the characters, have both got the same birthday on the 10th of February?
2: Did not know that.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. there you go. Okay. So, what would you have improved, um Like, so, I'm getting from Tom a sense that Life on Mars is better. Yes. Okay, why?
2: Because your protagonist is one of the finest actors in Britain <laughs> and made you feel every moment of it. You... When he was being a dickhead, even though he was being a dickhead, you understood why he was being a dickhead. When he was, and he the character arc was brilliant. For for the the writing was amazing, but John Sim is just an exceptional actor. And don't get me wrong, Keely Hawes is a very good actor, but she's yeah. not as good as him. And that's not meant as an insult. It's just very few people are, and it It's a character it's a role that requires that kind of depth, and maybe she seems worse because you compare her to Sam mm. maybe maybe you look I'm looking at it through those tinted glasses of she's not as i don't empathize with her as much as I did with the previous guy, yeah, but life on Mars number one, the originality of the idea and the brilliance of the actors and specifically of John Sim, make it truly special. In the hands of other actors, that show would have been a disaster.
1: Yeah, it wouldn't be as good.
2: It's one of those ones that's balanced so finely, and it's because the cast were great that it worked. Otherwise, it would just be some cheesy shit like the American version, where they end up in fucking space. Oh,
1: I don't think the American version
0: <laughs> since, since. It's really bad. It's yeah.
2: Hard to stop but that is, that is like the mirror held up to what Life on Mars could have been in this country with a different cast. Ah. <laughs> so yeah, that's my reason. Don't get me wrong. Ashes to Ashes has some brilliant episodes, some unbelievably funny moments. Yeah. It's a, it, there are really good little nods, and I do like it, but Life on Mars for me, possibly just because it was the original is the
0: better. Okay. From my perspective. I found season... I found the Spanish version of Life on Mars. Are you ready for this? Nice. Okay, go on. Okay. Okay. I'm just going to describe all the characters. Gene Hunt looks like Poirot. And <laughs> Gene Hunt
1: effed.
0: You love that. that, that. Annie, Annie looks ginger. Ray looks like he's his kid's growing moustache and taking his pubic hair off and slapped it on, the, on, the, on his face. It <laughs> looks like he's the love child of Ray and Chris. He's, got, he's pretty skinny. <clears throat> and, um, well, I'm guessing this is the famous ever jacket, of Sam Tyler. He looks like Sheldon from Big Bang Theory decided he was Hispanic and decided, hey, I'm going to get in here. He looks like Sheldon from The Big Rock with, like, beard. Evil Sheldon <laughs> he, actually, no, you know what he reminds me of. It's Sheldon and that guy from the community, a bell, half and got a baby. That's what he looks like. That's what he is. Oh my God, that's what. He just looks terrible. Don't, I, I don't even want to know.
2: Why are you picking the Spanish one? Honestly, exactly. Why has he got the- I
0: just <laughs> found it. That's why.
1: <laughs> randomly sorted <sought> out.
0: <laughs> just Olay. Um, hmm. But yeah. So, so um, what do you want to get, Troy, from season three of Life and Miles? then while we're talking about that, because yeah. Tom's already
1: yeah. <sighs> so, The way season three ended. It had such a, a bow, a neat bow in it. Literally, you got Gene, Keats, Existential Dread, and all the rest of it. But as Tom said before, literally, I want to see what happened. And you said before as well, Ben. This sort see happens to flipping John Simmons flipping Annie, man. That's all I care about flipping Annie, bro. <laughs> That's to be because like, she was such a warm character in the show, in Life on Mars. Yeah. And, like she's she's such a um, a great um opposite to um to John they were a great um companion I should say. And yeah. they work so well together. And I was like, I just want to see what happens to them. That's it. I, like, I don't really okay. care too much about the other actors. I right. want... I'm looking forward to two things. John's um her
0: dying and Johnson going, Yay, she's dead. Um <laughs> or, or where's my I like she like Annie. I actually do like Annie. I mean she's one of my favourite characters from the whole franchise. Um, but I can't wait. There is one thing I've waited a long time to see and I'm going to be very excited when I see it. I've waited a long time to see this. Yeah. Jones seem to regenerate into Missy so I can't oh, wait. Oh my
1: flipping God. Like. <laughs> I knew it was going to, I knew you were going to get that, so I was just waiting this entire time. I was like, When's Ben going to pull it out? Like,
0: legit. Um, okay. Mate, I had to put a Doctor Who joke in here somewhere. <laughs> But in terms, as Tom left, has Tom just decided I've had
1: enough Tom of this crap? Chilling. Tom, he knows that you're talking about Doctor Who, and yeah,
2: that's why like, he's literally muted himself. <laughs> <laughs> Tom muted himself.
0: I was just, you know, Tom just muted himself in protest. <laughs> um, so I just wanted to know, um, which has got the best soundtrack? Because I like seventies but I really love the 80s more. I love 80s. But I don't think this soundtrack is complete 80s because they've gone for a very British 80s soundtrack here, which is what I love about this. They've got British, with the 70s as well, they never really got American...
1: No, English, all English, yeah.
0: All English, because normally when you think 80s, well, I think Guardians and stuff have done a fantastic job with a great 80s soundtrack, but this is proper... British 80s.
1: Yeah, because the first thing I think of in the 80s, I think of American rock music. That's what I think about. Mm. It's the first thing I think of, synth, synth, all that stuff. So, what's your favorite of them? Um, I'd say Life on Mars. Life on Mars for me.
0: Okay, why?
1: Um, the, the score. I like the score of that one, to be fair. I like the uh, Bowie stuff. Yeah. Um, of course. Awesome.
2: Now I was
1: just saying, the, the the soundtrack to Life on Mars is awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's for me. Because um, if, if I think of the 80s, as I said before, I think of American stuff. Like, the 80s English stuff was good.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't think it was good as the American stuff. For me, I'm I'm, I'm an American's 80s guy. For me. But the 70s yeah. English stuff was so damn good. And the 60s, that's, yeah. the, that's why I, was, that's why I was, got straight for Life on Mars for me. Life on Mars.
0: Yeah, I would have to agree. Barroom Blitz on its own.
1: Ballroom Blitz! <laughs> literally, Ballroom. I was literally watching it when my mum was like, wait, but that Ballroom Blitz? She was literally taking every song that was in Life on Mars.
0: And that's such a good song because it, I've always got that image of just Gene with that burger in his mouth looking at Sam and to say, look at me, I can ride, drive
2: backwards. <laughs> no, no. Oh, gosh. Gee,
0: What's your favourite Gene quote from Ashes to Ashes? You already know mine already. Which one is it? damn. You've done a good job telling us what your favourite is there, by the
1: way. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait. Wait, wait. You know know what? Wait, you know what I just did? I literally went back to laugh a mile. Sorry, 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 sorry. (laughs) Wrong one. Wrong show, wrong show, wrong show. Bro, this is... That was the Ambassadors. That was the wrong one. Wrong show, wrong show, wrong show. Yeah.
2: So what's your favourite quote from Ashes to Ashes, then? (laughs) (laughs)
1: He's do- <laughs> he's oh, you know it's what? Been- I, literally, I, I literally don't have a favorite quote from Ashley. I don't have one. I literally don't have one. I, I, I kid you I kid you not I, no 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 message. I don't have one from Ashley Ashes. Oh. What's, your, what's your guys?
0: My favorite quote. It's the first one. What? Today in my diary. Yeah. Today in your diary. Blah 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 blah. Okay, okay.
2: Today, my friend, your diary will read: Took a Frozzy hostage and was shot by three-armed bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was that the one I was thinking? I was thinking of that one: the armed bastards and the three-armed bastards.
1: I was thinking of both. That's of them. The one. <laughs> There it we go. T- I'm, with you. I'm with you on that it one. It sounds ben. right. It sounds right. good to do, armed <laughs> bastards, I'm
0: with you. <laughs> Sheffield accent, it sounds pretty authentic as well. <laughs> yeah, I got the Sheffield twang going
1: on right now. There
2: we go. Yeah. I, yeah. Think I think possibly my favorite. I've got a couple, but my favorite one is from that scene as well. You know, when she collapses and he just goes, My reputation precedes me. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Well,
0: those first 20 minutes, that first episode are just gold mines of the car and the desk.
2: Yeah. <laughs> just
0: Ray and Gene are just firing on all just loving it. The they they yeah. really are good because they're just they're confidence in you, they know here we go, and I think it's the funnier of the two series I think Life of Mars is better but, mm. I, Ashes to Ashes, they had more fun with it yeah, they, really they, can, just,
2: but they can afford to do that because they've established most of the characters yeah, yeah. over two series so you can then see them having a bit more fun
0: just having fun mate it's amazing some of the quotes Gene you know, Hunt get Series is just.
1: Oh my god! Wait, this Wait, what one just popped in my head? What episode was it? I, I, I. I, was. I be- um,
0: After Ashes to Ashes, I wanted Gene Hunt to be my dad. That's how <laughs> cool he was.
2: What was the Quite, you thought of Troy?
1: Uh, uh, tell me, tell me if, um, what episode it was. Literally, I can't remember it. Um, where Gene Hunt goes, I think it was something like, um, I have no desire to see a well-educated bottom, but it's good for morale or something like that.
2: That's the one where they need to stamp what? her ass. That's episode two. What's well, episode two? <laughs> yeah, that, that one's. I'm ass. Yeah, yeah,
1: basically, he's not saying so moving bony ass. Like. <laughs> that got me for some reason. I started, laughing. I started cracking up, but I don't know why. That was, that was my, one of my favorites as well.
2: Also, really? I quite like the one when they're stuck in that military bunker. When they get locked in, and she takes her top off, and he just goes, Lord, if this is a test, I fear <laughs> I may fail. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: oh my god there's a good ones that's a good ones one well. i love Life of mars one but actually has got some good ones in there as well mm. gene Hunt was the man though gene hunt the, the, the punt uh quotes were the best gene Hunt was the man yeah <laughs> oh, man. I the actually, new- actually <laughs> don't.
2: I actually have a t-shirt at home, which is literally, you're surrounded by armed bastards. <laughs>
1: that's a shirt! That, I buy, that's a shirt. my shirt, but I'd buy, buy that.
2: HMV used to sell them. Are you serious? They used, to, yeah. they used to sell that? HMV used to sell a t-shirt with, you're
1: surrounded oh by my. armed bastards. Oh my gosh. That must have sold that. That must have made money.
2: I don't know, but I, I bought one. <laughs> still got it. <laughs> my armed bastards!
0: Do you? I, I, um, I've, we've got some here. I hate people who give to charity. <laughs> <laughs> such a good line. Ah, that's that's it. Um, um, what is it? Murderers do not play tennis. Is another one.
2: <laughs> that's life for Mars. Yeah. I think
0: she's Tranny's Fanny is another one. <laughs> <laughs> Drugs her. What's the point? They make you forget, make you talk funny, make you see things that aren't there. My old grandda- grandma got all that for free when she had a stroke. <laughs> <on> that,
1: <laughs> oh, snap. Oh, snap. that is awful. That is evil as heck.
0: Tits in a jumper, maybe a result. Um, I, I would listen to this knock in my hanky before I listen to you. <laughs> the public don't give a damn what we do as soon as we get results.
1: 9% of these are gene quotes, isn't it?
2: <laughs> all of yeah. these are gene
1: quotes. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: it's just brilliant. Well, referee, has anyone ever told you new need glasses you dozy. get? It. Next time I'll run you over. Uh, <laughs> I could be here all day reading all this. there's
1: yeah, so much. Oh, this is often awesome.
0: crazy. It's, it's there's the smashes to ashes ones though because you know, Because where's the Gene Hunt ones? They're all they're all life on Mars this is a bit bad Ah Oh yeah because another one I remember this now because he pulls Alex out the road and says are you crazy do you have any idea how much paperwork there is for suicides
2: (laughs) Yeah Episode
0: one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fan Davidozy.
2: Fan Davidozy, that's Fan when you had Bob, not using
0: that one. It Bob is. <laughs> Bollinger Knickers.
2: Yeah. Well, that's when Shaz brings brings her a can of tab, and he goes, tab, look at her, she's got a class, this one, needs a bottle of Bollinger for before she takes her knickers off, and then just <laughs> then, he then refers to her as Bollinger Knickers and Bolly for the rest of the show, <laughs> is that one comment?
0: Take that seatbelt off, you a piece of not a bloody vicar, that's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> we found a small amount of explosives of land near of Old docks. Alex turns around and says, well. Technically, a small dog found it. He's an even smaller dog now. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just laughing.
1: <laughs> oh my God, This show was amazing.
0: <laughs> I remember. I let you step my bum. I go. I get my coat. Yeah, that's another good one. He <laughs> called a corner kebab a bloody pasty with its ass hanging out as well. <laughs> oh god! So I, I think we should wrap it up then. Have you, have you guys got anything else to
1: add? Um, nothing much. Just say, um, life and Ash, the ashes. Watch both. Watch. Them yeah, both.
0: Full, 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 run.
1: Yeah, completely from the beginning to end. Watch them. Hmm. So I can say on that one. Full endorsement from me. That's for sure. Mm. That's a family. It's a family show as well. Anyone can watch it. To be fair, I don't
0: think family show. This is
1: <laughs> family show. Let's go. So not the kids though. By we would just... also like to just say
2: you're
0: that right, True right. opinions and not anyone else's, Square <laughs> <laughs> Syndrome. He's a charm fan. You know, etc. etc. Et <laughs> oh
1: gosh. Uh-huh. Wait, 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 Tom, wait. Wait, 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 wait. we'll be checking the ages though? <laughs> yeah. uh, oh. I hate you right now. <laughs> How do we dance? How do we
0: dance? Also, one more really good line from um, Gene Hunt. You're looking very chippy, chirpy balls. You've been sitting on top of the washing machine again. That's... <laughs> oh, God. Dear God.
2: I want to pick out my one favourite thing from Life for Mars or Ashes to Ashes, just a quote. Yeah. Just my final thoughts on this. It's Sam describing Gene to Gene and Gene's response, which is an overweight, over the hill, nicotine stained, borderline alcoholic, homophobe with a superiority complex and an unhealthy obsession with male bonding. <laughs> Followed by you make that sound like it's a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I just yeah, this is one of my.
0: I've got another one here. You've got a very pretty face, but you're going longer than the Eurovision Song Contest. (laughs) Dear God, there's some fantastic, epic put downs here. (laughs) Seriously, is Gene Hunt one of the most best quotable?
1: He's one of the best for sure. He's up there.
0: Surely, I've written, maybe. Unbreakable body, unbreakable. And like this bottle of wine, which is undrinkable. Just. He's brilliant.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've just read another quote. Oh, no, i just reading the quotes now. <laughs> Ray, if you come in here again dressed as a maths teacher, I will paint your balls the colour of hazelnuts and inform a bag of squirrels that it's winter's coming. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, you said it with such a straight face as well when he says it.
2: Yeah. That's <laughs> what makes
1: it even more funny. That's what makes it even more
2: jokes. Oh, gosh. he just flows when he says this it, other like quote. It just flows out of his mouth. And my favourite my favorite one from that I quoted in the previous episode was You, great, soft, sissy, girly, Nancy, French, Bender, Man United supporting puss <laughs> That's the one! That's the one! <laughs> 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 That's the quote right like there! Cool. That quote cool
1: before yeah. I'm heard
2: that I'll
1: die
2: <laughs> That is still probably my favourite quote of all time
0: <laughs> I love the time that she was in his office and someone came in and um shuts the door, puts it on the blinds, and he just goes, what's this? A private strip tease? <laughs> just. Right. Um, just to update. So that is it.
2: Sorry. I need to stop reading quotes, otherwise I'll keep yeah, just... Don't, yeah,
1: don't. You're going to you all
2: day, you? He's got fingers in more pies than a leper on a cookery course. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Sorry, Ben. I'll stop now.
0: It's okay. We could be here all day. We could just do a special on Jean.
2: (laughs) Jean She's as nervous as a very small nun at a penguin shoot. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. This is this
0: is the kind of thing we do on the Red Dwarf that I love is going back to read the quotes. Anyway, we really need to end this now. Yes. Because Troy's going to die laughing and we're oh going to be here. <laughs> 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 and we
2: should probably let Dan out of the cupboard. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. So, um, we are going to continue to do Red Dwarf now with Dan. I don't think we've announced that before. Um, Dan from season two, which is three episodes time of Smug Mode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll be joining us. And I've got a name for the in his podcast, lads for, like, next year. Ready?
1: Okay. Mm -hmm.
0: Podcast Wankers. You can have that one. That's (laughs) the the name. That's that's, that's replacing the Red Dwarf one. Podcast Wankers. I felt very clever thinking of that one this morning. Yes, we'll have that. (laughs) Trademark it now. Right, let's end this. I'm Ben. (laughs) I'm Ben. I'm Tom. I'm Troy. And yeah, we'll see you guys later. Now bugger off. <laughs>